Hey, Shawty, let me holler at you. This is it. How was your Christmas? I was there. I'm sure it was fine. It was great. You were great. It snowed so much. I think. We got some presents. Did or we? not. Well, probably not. We don't really get presents, do we? We don't really do presents. We missed our dogs. Your parents are always generous to us. And my brother. My parents are always great. I'm sure it was fabulous. Yeah, it was fine. Christmas was fine this year. You would make a good Santa. Call me fat. No. I would make a good Santa, though. I think you, you're you great with kids. Am I going to have to be Santa this year? Do you think and I would? animals. You think I was Santa this year? No. Someone probably already took that job. I think it's probably taken. But you'd be a great one. I'd be a badass Santa. I'd be like a cussing Santa. Smoking a cigar. No. Yeah, you like uh, like Paw Patrol, you little shit. (laughs) I don't even know what kids are into. PJ Masks, MF'er. Oh, yeah. I've heard those words before. It's a thing kids like, I hear. I I haven't watched all the episodes or anything. Oh, you haven't? You're not around. You're behind? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we did learn earlier this month about your fucking unexplainable love for kids, Bob, so. We're too busy to have an end-of-the-year party. This is our last bit of content content for the year 2019. Oh, man. And we're very grateful to everyone who has been with us this year. Absolutely. And we're going to lay it. We're going to lay it to bed because our full episode is going to take a week off next week. And we'll open up with Drew. He's going to do shorties in January. And we will open up with uh, Birth of Big Air. Backroom Whispers. Okay. Which is a uh, 30 for 30. So it'll be, we missed Drew this month. And we'll get way too much of them next month. The first show in 2020 is going to be a 30 for 30. Yes, it is. Is that okay with you? Yes. That's an actual documentary. So I approve. It's about that that BMX dude who breaks his body. Ooh, I want to watch that with you. It's a pretty good one. I'm down. Produced by the Dick House who did the Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Tremaine. Yeah. Cool. It's fun. Uh, What's that dude's name? Matt something? If you know anything about BMX, you know who Matt Hoffman is. And maybe that's all you know. But I don't know. Anyway. But we're, well, that's next week. Or or the week after. Anyway. But right now, Christmas is over. We're still eating leftovers. I'm done with it, but I'll still eat it. Trying to return those presents that you didn't really want. <laughs> so you can get cash to buy the things you did really want. I never really did that. I only ever I did it. I just accepted what I got. Yeah, I only ever did it. Once with like some DVDs. Sure, I guess things might get sold later down the road. But just straight returned. I think I already had. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's understandable then. And just got something else. I think that's fine. It's fine. And we're in like gift card culture now. True. That's a hard word to say. Gift card culture. Mm-hmm. Kind of boring. But I'll take it, I guess, you know, if it gets me gas. I remember when I was a kid, you would get. A popular gift was a McDonald's gift card bucks. Like you get $2 off. Looking back, those look like the worst gifts. <laughs> they'd be in your stocking, right? Yeah, they'd be stocking yeah. stuffers. You get McDonald's bucks. We always got 
candy. We still do. In our stocking, we get candy and like toothbrushes. Yeah, yeah, your your parents do that. And like sometimes there'll be like an orange in there. Yeah, those are some of the be- those are some of the better. Uh, I, I I like the stockings that your parents. Yeah, I like stockings. But uh, Christmas is done. We're Christmas ahead- is done. And we need to take these lights down, right? Yeah, yeah. So I have to admit that when I first clicked on this documentary you're about to watch, I thought it might be about murder because it's called The Christmas Light Killer. Oh, all right. And that immediately attracted me to it. But once I started watching it, I just felt like this was a very appropriate post-Christmas closing out the month of December documentary. Well, I'm intrigued. Let's let's go in. This is about my favorite part of this job i get to uh finally shut it down each time is one less time and now it's quiet finally gets to be dark they get old after a while you know Christmas Light Killer by James P. Gannon. First, I had to check myself. Is that me (laughs) in in this video? I mean, he looks like he could be in your family. Yeah, he definitely does. His overall attitude towards the whole thing is very similar. Yes. And um, and what's going on with this guy? What's the setting here? So this guy works at a drive-through light show. At a suburb outside of Philadelphia. And his job is to every night go through and turn off every light. And it's a trek. Like he has to drive a truck around to all these different electrical boxes and units and turn off all of these light displays one by one. Everything from Santa Claus to a castle with a fire-breathing dragon to Mount Rushmore. Yeah, some of these lights are like, (laughs) okay, all right. At one point he goes... I'll go at the uh, pretty lights, shaped like, um, well, I guess just about anything. Balloons, balls, there's a wall. It makes a whole lot of sense somehow, I suppose. I just don't know to who. He's funny, and I don't yeah. think he knows he's being that funny. I think he's got a, got a, a dry wit. He knows he's got a he dry He knows wit. he does a little bit, but he also... But he's also fucking done. He's got that vibe. Yes. Yes. Because um, apparently you have to pay to drive through this thing. Yeah, because it costs money to have these lights on. It's an impressive display here of Christmas lights. And he's got to go shut them off, but I guess people get pissed off that they can't just drive through for free. Yeah, a lot of people that get annoyed that they have to pay, like it doesn't cost any money to put this on. A lot of people who expect holiday cheer from you over and over again. He doesn't feel it. He's been doing this job for 10 years. He's tired of these people. That's the thing about Christmas, the expectations that you have on other people. If you really love Christmas, you can still get all angry and flustered about it. You project that expectation you want it to reflect back to you. And if it doesn't, then you end up perpetuating the shit about it that gets people all pissed off about it. Mm -hmm. Or 
you hate Christmas and you just expect everything to suck all the time and so it inherently does. Right. Christmas. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Well, and he talks about people who come there and how they expect something, but they're already miserable because they had to get their kids out and no one really wants to be there and everyone's arguing. And obviously that's not everyone, but like you said, when you're miserable, you see miserable. Yeah. So he's only going to really notice the ones who are terrible. And he's like making fun of all the tropes of Christmas at the same time. Yeah. But he said he used to like Christmas. You know, when I was a kid, I liked it too, you know? Yeah. And as I got older, I guess with a lot of drama growing up, it, I kind of wanted to push it away a little more. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he had a childhood kind of like mine. Maybe. He, he did seem to say that he really thinks he doesn't like Christmas because of working at this job. Yeah. And I loved his justification for when he might love Christmas again. I used to love it. Maybe I just need to be further away from people for a good bit of time. I figure I've been too exposed to Christmas for about 10 years now. Well, I guess we compare it to, uh, let's say, for like when a girl breaks up with you. It takes about half the amount of time you were together to get over it. Probably be here another 10. And so, I guess in about 2035, just might start liking it again. So I guess I have something to look forward to. And to that I say, get another motherfucking job. Right. Is he putting up all the lights too? I mean, he I can't, don't know. He can't be the one man to do this. It seems to me like he's basically the groundskeeper for this space during the season. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that they bring in a team of people to put it up and take it down. Sure. But he's the one responsible for, I'm assuming he's also maybe collecting people's money because yeah, yeah. of having to see these people and deal with these people. He's probably like in the booth collecting money and then once he closes the gate, he then drives his purple pony. Yeah. His pickup truck. His front bumperless truck. I don't think it had a rear bumper either. <laughs> That was a pitiful looking truck. I want I want a truck. But once he closes the gate, he has to go through and shut off everything. Also, these are the last lights. Last panel. Last switch. It's like the end of Christmas. Every day. See, he's a little drunk with power turning off Mount Rushmore. I and guess. the dancing elves. I guess. He must be making decent money. I guess it must be okay. At least seasonally to say he's going to stay there. He strikes For me 10 as a, more years? He strikes me as the kind of guy who probably has like many jobs throughout a year, you know? Mm. You know, I don't know if it really matters that much. I think I am convinced that this is a documentary. But for a second, I was wondering if it wasn't. It almost seemed a little too funny. Oh, my favorite holiday is uh, Easter, I guess. Sure do like those peeps. Stale ones. Real good. It's a documentary. I think it is. This guy really is kind of like got a pretty sharp, dry wit, though. But I don't see anything else. It does. There's not much signifying. It's very well edited. There's not anything any different than him acting a little, like maybe like thinking about what he's gonna say to be a little more witty than anyone else in a documentary who like wants to be a star of something. And of course, like he, he probably wants to be a comedian. Maybe. He strikes me as that kind of person. He's worked here a long time, so he's probably like... He's probably said these things before. He's yeah. gotten laughs. 
I'll say the I'll say this though. This was a very I laughed a lot. I laughed all throughout this as we yeah. were watching it. There's only 44 subscribers on James P. Gannon's YouTube page. Only 286 people have watched this. Really? People need to watch this. This is funny. They need to watch this. It's funny. It is truly a documentary. I mean, they didn't just set up all that shit. They didn't stage all that. He's no. really turning this off. This is really about this dude. I understand this completely. You put you put something together. You know it's good. It is good. I've I've watched this, James Gannon. Yeah. This is a good I've, short. I'm two of those watches. Yeah. And yet it just doesn't seem to very like go anywhere. When did it come out? 2016. Really? Yeah. People, go watch this documentary. Says, uh, well, the, the posting, maybe he put it up at festivals or something. But the posting here says January 14th, 2016. The Christmas Light Killer. Watch it. Yeah, it's funny. Especially if you have, like, a, a sour apple attitude towards uh, Christmas. <laughs> like I do sometimes. So? So, I give it three baby herd socks. I thought it was great. Me too. I Same. felt like I, I looked into this guy and he's like an abyss that's reflecting back upon me. Absolutely. I found the greatest love of all inside of me. And it's nice because we're shutting down the Christmas lights. Every day. Exactly. We're going into a new year. The old 2020. You also gave it three baby herd songs? I did. We don't go through the whole spiral. Let's do it loose. We're ending the year out. It's uh, New Year's right around the corner. I think we will go into a year three of the documenteers. Yes. Somehow, we're still going <laughs> with this shit. Folks, tell people about it. Tell people who you know enjoy documentaries. Or just like people not too different from you mm -hmm. who discuss documentaries. We've already got two new documenteers came in in the last two months. we got Sharon and Felicia. Who knows? Maybe one or two more might pop up over the next several months. Who knows? We kind of got a lot of documenteers going on. Like, yeah. <laughs> people are going to have some months off, you know? So, gosh, I, I think at this rate, we actually may not hear from some people until, like, March. But uh, And yet, I'm here all the time. Well, we'll always hear from you. <laughs> and we'll always hear from me. Listener request month is in March. Yes. Five Mondays in March. We want requests for... Uh, we want a 30 for 30 request, four full episode requests, I'll probably draw them out of a hat, and shorties requests. They can be literal literal short documentaries, or they can be silly viral shit like Kids Bob Karen. My kids can't hear me calling you a bitch. Your window's open. They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Bob. Of course. That's fine too. Thanks for being patient as I'm like spent so many hours and hours and hours. People have no idea, like, yeah. you, you can, Sometimes people think of a podcast like it's something anyone can do. And yeah, it kind of is. But it's a whole different animal to just keep doing. Yeah. And to make yourself do the best you can to make it better. Because when we started it, the audio was kind of shit. You know, I was figuring a lot out. I didn't know. I still am learning things like mm -hmm. all the time. And now we have a style that's developed. And uh, it seems to be a sense of humor that does strike a chord with some people. Yeah. I've gotten some interesting feedback from people. Some real cool people. I can get a I can get a free sandwich from Seattle to Chattanooga, if I want to. <laughs> Florida to Massachusetts. Hell yeah, we're coming we're coming to get sandwiches from you guys. That's what we're saying. Kansas City to fucking Fresno, California. someday I would like to do a live show, but I think everyone's just gonna have to fly to Nashville and do that. Probably. So it'll be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, people ask about Patreons. Yeah. 
I, we are going to do a Patreon. We will do it. We just need to set up how we're going to do it. I, in my heart, I wanted to set it up right for the new year, but it's just not going to happen just yet. But it will happen. I promise it will happen. And then we will take your money. And uh, we, we've we got t-shirt design ideas. I Buttons. Think, I think by the end of year three, I'd like to get some merch and a Patreon Stickers. going. Yeah. But thanks to you, who has been patient with me, because I spent so much time doing this. And you're always, you're supportive no matter what. As long as I keep myself busy, you never complain, no matter if it's some dumb thing I want to watch all the time, <laughs> some random thing that I'm just obsessed with for like a month. And it can be, and it's been hard sometimes yeah. on our relationship because it takes so much time to get this done. It's great that we can do this together, but like I always have to be in here to get this done. I don't know what all this is going to pan out to be, you know? I don't know if it's going to be the documentaries, but I know that we need to talk in microphones. It just seems like, regardless of whether we talk about documentaries or not, but that just seems like where we need to be. That's the part that feels right. And we yeah. just hope that people will always listen. Even if we just decide to end this all and just talk about wrestling. Oh, man. We could talk so much about wrestling. We could talk so much about wrestling. But folks can thank us by giving us five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Subscribe on any podcast player. Spotify, places like that. iTunes goes a long way, though. uh, It's it's Apple Podcasts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. (laughs) I didn't mean to call you iTunes. You know they're a separate thing now? No. Yeah, technically it's like separate. Oh. It's fucking weird. Okay. Well, Apple Podcast then. Because the algorithm, it opens up. It's actually, I've noticed that we can pop up pretty easily on many pod players, Mm -hmm. but it's still kind of a struggle on Apple Podcasts. It helped someone search for us the other day because they couldn't find us. It literally feels like Apple is, is, it's a conspiracy on Apple's part to bury us for some reason. You know what? Fuck you, Apple. Ah! Five stars in a review on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) Look at this. I got an Apple desktop. I got a MacBook. You can't... You just got an iPhone again? I realize I hate all smartphones, but I have to have them. Have to have them. Tiny computers. Hey, um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you, too. I think this is really great. And I really genuinely actually love this show. Yeah. Not just doing it, but listening to it. It's there when you need it. Mm-hmm. But when people actually sit down and they start absorbing it, especially when they get a few under their belt, they really start getting the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. And that means a lot to me when I hear that from my peers and stuff too. And thanks to and some of the people I know are like some of the first fans of the show and I really appreciate them. We're fortunate to have a lot of good people in our lives. Yes. I just wish I had a bunch of fucking annoying Christmas lights I could turn off every night. <laughs> but that's that. Christmas Light Killer. It's a perfect short documentary. And you are the perfect wife. Oh, you're the perfect husband. And uh, let's face it, the year 2020 is not going to be a perfect year. No. It's going to suck. <laughs> We're going to be right here. Yeah. And we got each other. And you, listener, got us. So happy new year to to you. Happy new year. We will see you next year. Thank you for joining us. And keep on docking.
forward to uh, January 15th. It's quiet. Everyone forgot about everyone. I don't get all these cards in the mail. Oh, look at Tommy. He's holding a wreath. Woohoo. Should a old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to And here's a 